Hey, Jacques. Yeah, speaking. Hey, man, it's Jay from Power 97. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. How about yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. Am I saying your name right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is your last name Riche? Yeah. All right. You got a lot of Francophone going on there then. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Are you, uh, you from St. Boniface, or am I, uh, am I reading too much into the Francophone? Uh, I went to school in St. Boniface, but uh, I, I kind of grew up in the North End. Where are you today? Right now, uh, I'm in Golden, B.C., and uh, we're about to hit the highway when we're off the phone and uh, head over to Abbotsford, where we're playing tonight at uh, Carport Manor. Um, what has the last week been like? I've seen a lot of uh, Alberta and B.C. going on there. Yeah, the, the past week it was uh, pretty much starting to head west. We've been on tour for about a month as of yesterday. And, um, yeah, it's been great. Uh, west, we've toured out a couple times already, so we've got a pretty decent fan base in a lot of the cities. So, you know, we did Calgary at the Palomino. Uh, we did Edmonton at the Tavern on White. Uh, Regina at the Cure Kitchen Bar, Saskatoon, was Black Hat Tavern. Uh, so it was nice getting a chance to like catch up with like bands that we've played with before, kind of play these rooms where, uh, well, we're playing to more people out west than the east, just because we've kind of established ourselves more. And yeah, it's been great. And then you could never go wrong with being in the mountains. We had the day off yesterday, so uh, a local actually showed us around to like beautiful falls and springs and a bunch of hiking spots. So it's been a ton of fun. Hanging out with bands you haven't seen in a while uh, at all the major cities across Canada sounds like a whole lot of drinking. Uh, it can be. <laughs> uh, we try and uh, we try and be in moderation, you know. Um, you guys went east before you went west, right? Yeah, that's right. We went all the way to Halifax and back. Had, had you had you driven out that way before? Like for a uh, tour? Not I mean, the, uh, not for tour. Um, we we kind of each of us have kind of had our own experience driving out east, but kind of for like different reasons, like music festivals or something like that. But that was definitely the first time we ever uh, drove and toured out east, and definitely the farthest I think any of us have driven in Canada. <laughs> did it kind of make? Uh, did it kind of remind you of maybe some of your initial tours when you went west, as far as you know, trying to build up uh, a little bit of a following in some of these towns? I would definitely say so. It kind of had a uh, similar feeling, you know, where it was a lot of fun. We met a lot of really cool people and, uh, you know, again, saw some beautiful parts of the country. But it, it, it is kind of like building from square one again. But we had some support as well in Montreal, Quebec, Thetford Mines, and Ottawa. We were actually touring with uh, two bands from Quebec, uh, Oakarts and Jeffrey Lost Control, who both have pretty decent followings out there. So... Uh, the Quebec run of the tour for sure was like packed rooms every time, with the exception of uh, Ottawa was a, was a bit of a bust. But you know, not everyone can be a killer on tour. That's too bad. What happened in Ottawa? Just not a not 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 a lot of people showing up. Yeah, yeah. It was just uh, there was uh, a lot of other stuff going on in the city, and a bunch of local bands were actually playing in the bar that was right below the bar we were playing. Oh no! Well, that sucks. So. But you know what? It happens, and uh, at least we were there and did the show anyway. We still uh, put on one heck of a show for the people that were there. All told, how many hours do you guys think you've put in driving in the last few weeks? 
Oh my God! How many hours driving? <laughs> the, uh, a lot. I, I don't even know if I could think of a number. We did like one one of the shots we did was uh, Waterloo to Winnipeg in one shot. Jesus. So we started at 8 a.m. and ended in Winnipeg at 8 a.m. the next day. Oh my God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it is definitely. I, I had this joke with this friend about certain parts of tour. There's like type A fun and type B fun. Type A fun is like when you're in the middle of it, it's fun. Everyone's having a good time. Type B fun is kind of one of those things. that's like terrible and nobody's <laughs> having a good time. But then you look back on it fondly for some reason. So uh, I think the 25-hour drive, I would firmly place in type B fun. So you guys are in a van. Uh, in very close quarters for that long at a time. What have you guys learned about each other on this trip that maybe you didn't know before? Uh, what have we learned about each other that we haven't learned before? I don't think we have very many secrets from each other in the first place. We actually have our touring in the biggest vehicle we've ever toured in. Uh, we've got like a pretty decent sized uh, Ford van now, uh, but we were touring before we were touring in a Dodge Caravan. Oh, God. And before, we actually did a, a shot out to Calgary and Edmonton when we released our album, I Don't Like Sports, in June. Uh, we did a, uh, we did a uh, like, release show in Edmonton and in Calgary. And we, uh, instead of bringing our own backline, we just brought guitars and merch, but we drove out in a Kia Rondo. Oh, no. <laughs> with, still with a couple guitar amps and guitars and <laughs> a ton of merch, so... Uh, I don't think we could learn anything new about each other at this point. Okay, maybe this is a better question than how have you avoided killing each other? <laughs> uh, we actually have uh, established a rule pretty early on in touring for us uh, where we call it the five minutes. And uh, when somebody kind of gets to that breaking point, which, you know, happens on the road, especially, you know, like I said, we've been on the road for about a month as of yesterday. Uh, the rule is... When somebody hits a breaking point, they can freak out, they can walk off, they can scream at whoever they want. Everybody else, the rule is don't take it seriously. Give them their five minutes, and then afterwards we pretend like nothing ever happened and just keep going. <laughs> That's a pretty good rule, actually. Yeah, yeah. We, and believe you me, it has been taken advantage yeah, of a I'll few bet. times. I'll bet. I'll ask uh, one more question about the tour here real quick, and this is just kind of a stupid question, but... What's the key to getting an extra day's use out of a uh, pair of underwear? The key to getting an uh, extra day's use? Uh, I would say, uh, you know, keep it simple. Just uh, flip it around. Yep, yep. That's really good. <laughs> That's really good. Because who's going to see the outside of your underwear anyway? Yeah, exactly. And if you do get to that point where somebody's seeing the outside of your underwear, hopefully you have enough game to seal the deal anyway. <laughs> That's just what I'm thinking. Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about I don't like sports. Uh, give me the Coles notes of how it all came together for you guys. Well, uh, right when we first kind of started, we've been a band now for about two years. Um, our with our first EP, it was like just kind of like the first four songs we'd ever written. We recorded them in a house with a buddy over a weekend, and it was great. And it did great stuff for us. It charted on the college station charts and on earshot and stuff, which was great for us, and it got us a lot of opportunities. Uh, but because those were just the first four songs we had written, we had, like, when we started playing shows, we really had to fill out the set, so we spent a lot of time kind of, like, writing these songs that we knew were eventually going to be, uh, like, a full-length album. 
Um, and then we just kind of, you know, kept playing shows and touring on the EP. And then finally, after about a year, we were like, okay, it's time to buckle down. So we got together with uh, our producer and sound engineer, Jordan Vaugh. And we, uh, you know, just did the whole process kind of a little more professionally this time around. Uh, where, you know, we went in, we laid down demos, and then, you know, we layered the tracks in, did drum days and stuff like that, and kind of recorded it over two months in spring last year. Uh, then from there, uh, we actually kind of got uh, noticed by what is now our record label, Little Rocket Records, based out of Sunderland in the U.K. Uh, the, he heard the half-finished album, decided he loved it, and uh, we kind of worked out a deal right there to sign with him. And then, of course, there's just the... Uh, it took about a year for us to release, because we released in June of this year, and I think we'd finished recording in June of last year. So we sat on the album for about a year, putting together the music videos. We've got four videos for the album uh, released singles, started really doing some press around it, sending it out for review. And then at long last, on June 7th, we uh, we released it. Yeah, what well, caught my eye, because like I said, we've had dozens of bands submit for, for this thing, is uh, you, guys are, you guys are ambitious. You guys are taking this real seriously. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, all four of us have been in bands before. Uh, we've done some touring and stuff like that, but we decided with this one, we really wanted to, you know, go for it, really take it seriously, take all the things we had learned uh, from like years and years of being in bands before this and kind of apply it to this new project. And I mean, not to get like too sound too cocky or anything, but I, I, like so far, it's been working out pretty well for yeah. us. Hey, man, acknowledge your successes when they when they arrive, because definitely everybody else is sitting there waiting to acknowledge your favors so or your failures. So, I mean, if you have yeah. something good that happens, like, absolutely, take advantage of it. Um, I don't know if it's because you guys are on tour and there's just so much exciting things that are happening every single day. You guys have one of the strongest social media presences I've seen yet. Um, why is that important to you? And who, who keeps up with it? Uh, it's, it's me. I actually manage all the social media accounts. Um, well, you're doing a hell of a job, man. It's awesome. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I just think it's important, man. Like I, you know, as, as a band, you know, not that we're like, a, like this huge band or anything like that. We're like, you know, so above the people or anything like that, but it really does give like people a chance to like connect with the band. And I think that's an important thing. And you can like, you know, through our social media, we can, like, have discussions with fans. And, like, we haven't, like, had anything. Like, like it, it can be anything, right? Like, you can talk with your fans. You can have exchanges. You can kind of see what they like, what they don't like. And I think as a band, that's really important, especially in this day and age. Uh, you know, it's not just, like, it's not just about the music anymore. It's about, like, what we're doing. And we really want to have, like, kind of the feeling that, like the fans are kind of along for the ride, you know. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I love it. the The other thing I noticed is uh, you make sure to tag every other band that you guys are uh, either on a show with or on a tour with, uh, with their official. Uh, it, it's so easy to not tag them. It's so easy to just mention their name if you do that at all. So I think that I yeah. think that's super important that you guys are um, kind of having that crossover with the other bands as well. So that that's something else I really liked about what you guys do on, on social media. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a very firm believer of credit where credit is due. You know, even though it's like our tour, it's not just our show, right? Like these these bands, some of some of the bands that are like bands we've worked with before, but there's tons of bands that like you know have never heard of us and they're still taking like time out of their day to you know play a Tuesday show in Abbotsford with us. So I, I just think it's important to like recognize that and you know hopefully some of the fans we make will check those bands out and we can kind of build this like music scene across Canada and make it just stronger and kind of build fan bases for everyone. It doesn't need to be tribal anymore, does it? No, I don't think so. And I think, uh, I don't, I don't think people should look at it that way, you know, especially musicians. We should kind of all be helping each other out as much as we can. That's awesome. One, one last question. And maybe it does go back to the tribal thing a little bit, but, uh, you obviously have a chance to sit down and, 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 and play with these bands, maybe have a couple drinks, have a discussion with them. Uh, after listening to all their stories about what uh, being a band is like in their city, how does it make you feel uh, being a band from Winnipeg? Are you, are you lucky you're there? Is there a lot more that could be done in the city? Where, where are you on that spectrum right now? I think I, I, I feel pretty firmly that we're, we're lucky to be a part of the music scene in Winnipeg. Uh, you know, like for the size of the city, the amount of bands that come out of there and the quality of the bands that come out of Winnipeg, you know, that's definitely been something that's been noted. Like as we've toured, people are like, oh, man, bands from Winnipeg are great. You know, uh, there's there's so many of them to check out, too. And I, I do think it's like a pretty strong music scene at home. Uh, and that's not to say that like the the rest of the music scenes across Canada are pale in comparison or anything like that. It's just. It's kind of nice, you know, to have so many musicians and so many fantastic bands. Like, every night of the week, almost, you can go see some crazy act. And, uh, yeah, I think that's really important. And not every other city in Canada has that. How long is the drive to Abbotsford today? Uh, seven hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling you, after that Waterloo-Toronto drive, <laughs> I don't think anything's going to seem long anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jacques, I appreciate you taking some time, man. Get on the road and drive safe, okay? All right. Thanks a lot.